Good morning, guys. Welcome back. Uh, no, I apologize. It's um, it's Wednesday. We normally try and have these out by Tuesday, but I was just a little too crazy this week, so I, I didn't really have a chance to get one out on time, but that's okay. We are still going to do a little bit of a recapping here. Uh, it's episode three of RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, season 11. This episode was the uh, Diva Worship episode. Uh, you know, the great divas, you know, of the... Uh, the uh, pop scene, you know, like Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, Celine Dion, all those fun ones. Um, so let's see. We have just eliminated a girl, Kahana Montrese. She went home. Um, I know she was sad to go, and I know that a lot of the girls were sad to see her go, but she just wasn't quite giving what she needed to give for this. And maybe she'll be one of those girls who, you know, gone early in her season, but maybe she'll come back for All-Stars and turn it around and show really what she can do. Or maybe she will just kind of fizzle out from here. I'm not sure exactly, but, you know, I, I kind of have some hopes for her. I mean, her her drag mother, Coco, did really well, so maybe, you know, she'll have another redemption like Coco did and be able to come back. Um, so, mini-challenge. They did a uh, seduced their way into a seduction concert. Um, each of the girls was challenged to do a 15-minute quick drag, get into hair and makeup costume, and then try and get backstage of this seduction concert to see Michelle Visage. Um, they had some cute ones. They had, you know, they were acting like they were pregnant. They were acting like, you know, Michelle was their mother, and they had the DNA test to prove it and stuff. Um, some of the girls just looked a little scary, a little drugged, out, but, I mean, it's quick drag. What do you expect, right? You have 15 minutes to do everything and make it, you know, you mostly want to focus on that whole acting portion of it to see if you can convince your way in. Uh, Nina West and Raja won the challenge. Nina had these really big buck teeth type thing on this, like, country blondish hairstyle type thing. She was, like, saying that Michelle was her mother. She had the DNA test to prove it. So it was cute. It was fun. I liked it. Uh, so they get broken down into teams, uh, Team Raja and Team Nina for the uh, main challenge, which is the maxi challenge is a, like a Christian talk show. Um, but instead of, you know, the religions, uh, they're worshiping the divas, basically. Uh, so they get broken down into teams. Uh, Nina's team, they pick Britney Spears as their, uh, Deity, I guess you could say. They're diva to worship. And Raja's team selects Mariah Carey as their team that they want to worship. Shot, get it done. Um, a lot of wig reveals in this episode. A lot of, you know, I have one color hair. And then when I start worshiping Brittany, boom, my wig comes off and I have a, the blonde hair. Uh, same when they did, like, the Mariah. They did a lot of, you know, like... Because they did what was supposed to be, like, a live conversion of the girls to get them to go from who they were worshipping over to who they were supposed to be worshipping now. And it was cute. They did some as if they were non-believers. Some would never heard of the pop star before. Um, Mercedes did a really cute, like she had no idea who Britney Spears was because she said in her country they only have Spears. They don't have Britney Spears. Um, so, I mean, it was fun. It was a cute thing. There were some definite misses, though. I did not really enjoy Scarlett's look in this one. She didn't scream like Christian evangelical talk show host to me, or radio host or whatever. She just kind of looked like... 
I don't know. I wanted to have like a big piece of like um, hay sticking out of her mouth and like a straw hat or something. That's kind of what she was looking like to me, except in that pretty dress she was wearing. So, and I mean, it is hard when you, you have to do it in one take. You have to make it funny. You have to make yourself memorable. You don't get direction on it. You just have to make it all you. And that's kind of where some of these girls are lacking. They need to have that extra minute or two to get ready and to be told what to do so they can do it again. Uh, main stage category was fringe. So all the girls were decked out in their favorite fringe inspired like looks. Um, and they were good. We had some fun. We had, uh, you know, the all black fringe. We had the white fringe. It was, it was okay. Um, fringe is hard to work with. I've actually had to sew some costumes in fringe and it is not easy to do. So I give the girls some mad props for having come up with some of these looks and doing it. But, you know, it was, I just, I wasn't over, overly impressed with any of them really. Um, so they get broken down, you know, told who the winners were, who the losers were for the challenge. Uh, team Raja is the losing challenger. So all of her team is up for elimination. Team Nina is declared the winner. And Rue compliments Ariel and um, Vanjie on their performance. Vanjie's performance was hilarious. Uh, Vanjie even had this cute moment where she did like a slip of the tongue. And instead of saying, you know, like praise... You know, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, instead of doing a praise Britney moment, she had a praise Vanjie, and she was just like, "Yeah, I said it," kind of a thing. And so it was cute because it's Vanjie's making a name for herself, and you know, off her attitude and just off her name in general. Like you know, the name Vanjie now. Vanjie is going to be stuck with you for life. She's going to be a name that you are just going to be calling out randomly to people, Miss Vanjie, or Hey Vanjie, or Praise Vanjie. She, I mean, I don't know if she's going to actually make it to the top. I don't know if she's going to win or anything like that, but she is doing great. She's being memorable. Uh, same with Ariel. She's proving that she is not just um, an Instagram queen. She's not just a social media queen. She's proving that she actually has some talent to back up the looks, and that's good. That's something we were lacking in with some of the girls earlier. They were all about the looks, but they didn't really have the talent to back it up. So Team Raja, as I said, is uh, the losing team. All six team members are up for elimination. So that is Akiria, Plastique, Raja, Scarlet, Sugar, and Honey. Um, they're, overall, their entire group was just very lackluster. It was just... I fell asleep almost during it. I just was not impressed with what anyone was doing. Um, the live singing that they did at the end when it was supposed to be like a gospel choir type singing thing, they were forgetting their lyrics. They just wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't fun. It wasn't polished. It looks like they hadn't rehearsed it as a group before they went out there and presented it to Ross. And that's just kind of disappointing because, you know, some of those girls you have a little bit of, you have hopes for, you know, you, you want to see them succeed you want to see them go further. They just weren't bringing their A-game to the show. Um, most of the runways looks were pretty good. It was just in the performance area that it was bad, which is why they were all up for elimination. Um, and for the first time ever, after hearing you know the deliberations, Rue actually 
doesn't have a bottom two. She actually has a bottom six. She tells them, each and every one of you are up for elimination. Each and every one of you must lip sync for your life. And that's the first in RuPaul history, I believe, where all six girls were in the bottom and all six girls had to fight their way back up. Um, And it kind of left you wondering... um, is she going to eliminate one? Is she going to eliminate two? Is she going to eliminate three or all six of them going home? Like, what's going to happen? How do you, what do you do when you have six girls up, you know? So we were kind of, you know, on the edge of our seats for this, but we were uh, eager to find out what exactly Rue was going to be doing. Uh, so the song, Waiting for Tonight, uh, Jennifer Lopez, one of the divas, um, so that was the song that they were doing, and Rue then goes through and announces who is the safe ones out of that. So Plastique, Raja, Scarlet, Akira, and Sugar Kane. So of the six, that means that Honey Davenport is going home. Uh, it was emotional. She was very sad to leave, but unfortunately, she just was the weaker of the performers. Um, maybe she'll come back again for an All-Stars, maybe not, it's hard to say. I just wasn't really impressed with her overall, with her looks or anything. Um, I think one of the hard parts is with these girls, especially ones that come from, you know, families that are drag performers, is they expect that they're going to do as good as their family members, or they think that their family name will carry them through. And unfortunately, that's not the case in this one, especially when you have so many who are, you know, of the big families and stuff like that. You can't all succeed just based on your family name. And uh, I wish that their family had done some better prepping with them to get them prepared for RuPaul's Drag Race. But unfortunately, you know, you can't tell anyone that you're going to it. So they really couldn't do that much prepping on them beforehand. But just in the long run, grooming them along the way to be better probably could have uh, helped out these girls a little bit. Um, oh, guest judges I forgot to uh, mention. Uh, Guillermo Diaz. Hot, hot daddy. Hot daddy. Loved him in Weeds. He, He's a great actor. He's one of those actors who he's openly gay, but he plays a straight thug man just so well that, oh, he's just... I love him. He's awesome. And uh, Troy Savon, Australian singer. Um... South African-born Australian singer, I should say. He's a songwriter. He's a YouTube guy. Um, he's He was good. He was cute. He was adorable. I, I enjoyed him as a judge. I think that they both worked well together, especially against uh, Ross, Rue, and Michelle. So so there you have it. We are now down. Uh, Miss Honey Davenport is gone. She left a little message on the window. Sisters, if nothing else, show the world your heart. I hope y'all saw mine. XOXO, honey. Um, so, yeah, that was it in a nutshell. Uh, this week coming up, we have Trump the Rusical. Uh, they're going to be making fun of Mr. Donald Trump. So, uh, <coughs> I'm sure that's going to get a lot of flack from... You know, the Trump supporters, though, I'm pretty sure there are not a lot of Trump supporters who actually watch RuPaul's Drag Race, but, you know, you never know. You might have some. It's a, it's a that kind of world where we do have a lot of the uh, the gays who are actually supporting Trump. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how it's uh, taken and if it's taken all tongue-in-cheek or what. So, um, 
that's it for this week. Sorry we couldn't have our, our buddy over at Pretty Dumb Podcast. Um, our schedules just did not line up this time, but hopefully we will be back next week uh, bringing you our friendly little banter. Uh, this week's episode, it is coming up. It is, uh, oh, it's tomorrow, isn't it? It's tomorrow is the, uh, ooh, oh, child, I better watch that. I got to make sure I set my DVR. All right. We will see you guys next week.